we began to look at victory in spiritual warfare victory in spiritual warfare praise god um uh, and we we just did some introduction and we looked at the fact that uh, every believer is in the warfare you know bible tells us in ephesians chapter 5 sorry in ephesians chapter 6 that we should be strong in the lord and in the power of his might in verse 10 verse 11 that we should put on the whole armor of god so that we will to withstand all the wiles of the enemy you know and that having done all we should stand you know it says for we, we wrestle not against flesh and blood okay and we said that 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 word wrestle it's a very interesting word and uh, it means means struggle for something so it means there's a contention for something okay many times in spiritual warfare we are focusing on the person we are contending with instead of the ground of contention hallelujah instead of the bone of contention itself instead of that which is being contended for okay when we focus so much on the person our contender we will lose sight we, we, we can lose sight of our of what we are contending for okay praise god so we we and um, uh, we started a few scriptures you know where the bible talks about wisdom is better than strength we saw in ecclesiastes uh, 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 in chapter 9 okay verse 14 15 talked about the the the, the poor man that that's rescued with his wisdom, you know, rescued his city that was besieged. So it tells us that wisdom is better than strength. Praise the Lord. So we have got to be wise. And Jesus had told us in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 10, you know, verse 16, that we should be wise as serpents, harmless as those in the midst of the perverse world. We are being sent forth as sheep in the midst of all so we've got to be wise and this wisdom right is what we are studying the wisdom of spiritual warfare so that you and i can consistently right uh, enjoy victory in that area of life so we looked at second corinthians chapter 10 um, which tells us that even though we are in the flesh that is even though we are in in human form we have flesh and blood. He said, even though we are in the flesh, we don't walk after the flesh. Explain that, you know. And he uh, said, why? He said, because our weapons. So we also said that our weapons tell us the kind of uh, a fight or warfare we are engaged in. You do not use physical weapons for spiritual battles. Praise God. Amen. You don't. You don't. You, you don't use physical weapons for spiritual battles. Why? Because uh, your contender, your opponent, your opposition is not uh, flesh and blood. And so we must not focus our attention on flesh and blood when we are uh, in a warfare with the devil. Of course, he, he can use men, right? But when we understand the nature of this battle, we really see the futility of focusing on human beings as uh, your, your enemies. You know, someone say, well, in the Old Testament, the Bible refers to, 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 to the enemies of David, the enemies of Israel, and all that, you know, that those guys were their enemies. You know, they will pray, deliver us from our enemies and all that, you know. Yes, you see, the Old Testament is a shadow of the new, right? So the Old Testament gives us 
with 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 what the, what we see there we are able to understand better the new testament warfare we carry the same attitude that they had the same challenges that they had with physical enemies right so also same thing we are also will experience look at so look at some of those warfares you know they were actually I mean, for example david and goliath you know the, what what won that victory you know the bible says some we trust in horses some we trust in chariots but we will trust in the name of the lord you know so 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 david won that battle because he had a transformed mindset when saul gave him his uh, armor he said hey i've not tried this I don't need this for this warfare. <laughs> you know, praise God. And that when we bring that over into the New Testament, we don't war. Since the Bible has already told us that we don't war against flesh and blood, then we it means that what do we learn about spiritual warfare from David and Goliath's story? We learn that you've got to have the right mindset. David defeated Goliath first in his mind. And that's what we're talking about here. So the Bible says that in, in, in that Second Corinthians chapter 10, let's turn to it, verse 3. Let's go back to verse 3. It says, uh, for, for the, verse 4, for the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, that is, they are not fleshly, okay? But they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And we explained what strongholds means. We said it's like a fortress. It's something that is built. Now, a stronghold is something is not something that you build in an instant. It is something that is built over time. So, how strong the devil, or rather, the hold of the. Remember, I said that stronghold is a hold that is strong. You know, even though it sounds funny, but it's the truth. A hold that is strong. So, since we are fighting our warfare against spiritual wickedness in heavenly places, devil and his cohorts, right? It means that in spiritual warfare, someone is trying to gain a foothold. Someone is trying to build a stronghold or a hold that is strong someone is trying to one of the two contenders is trying to to get a place where he can hold on to very tightly and what's the purpose is so that he can control the affairs of life in that area praise the lord praise the lord so 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 he says that it is to do what to to pull down strongholds we have not been told that we should pull down the devil no we have been told that our warfare is to pull down strongholds glory to god yeah so which means that the devil is only as strong in our lives right as the stronghold that he has built let me take that again satan is only as strong in your life as the stronghold that he occupies or has built in your mind remember we said last week on sunday that the stronghold is built in the mind so the battleground is the mind of man because how do we know verse 5 says it's casting down imaginations so images where are images built in the mind of man so satan is only as strong as the images that he has built the strongholds are images imaginations Hallelujah. Build 
over time so you can have in the strongholds as an individual you can have strongholds as a corporate body you can have strongholds over cities you can have strongholds over nations you can have strongholds over families you can have strongholds over communities what's this stronghold an image or images that have been built over time hallelujah proper when it's when is the corporate one it's is one that is passed from one person to another from one generation to another strongholds praise the lord images that have been built in fact even in churches churches can have a corporate strongholds hallelujah they can have corporate strongholds this is an image or images that have been built you know for example you know some certain quarters that believe that if they do not have their head covered god will not answer their prayers i was at the meeting recently and you know one of the women you know who had who is in such a denomination you know had her hair covered but she she did she did uh, this long see with what i forgot what they call it, attachment to her you know it's long attachment so like one third of the of the hair was outside <laughs> was uncovered so I was like, oh my God. And this person will think that she has covered her head. <laughs> Meanwhile, we can see the hair. Eh? If we can see it, angels who can see it. Huh? <laughs> you know? But you know, that person, it, 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 she will not be comfortable if she prays or she's in that fellowship, she's in that meeting without her head covered. She will, she will start having, she will, she will start feeling inadequate. You know, she may start feeling unrighteous. You know, in such a meeting, that's a stronghold. And so the person will not be able to get the best of the meeting. The person will be distracted because her hair is covered, it's not, it's uncovered. That's a stronghold. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's a stronghold. Like, you know, I, I, I can give you a, a various examples, you know, but let's stop there. So we can have corporates individual strongholds and you see because the mind of manna was not in did not get born again right we carry over into uh, uh, uh the the salvation experience uh, various strongholds in our lives that's why the spiritual battle that we are talking about, uh, the spiritual warfare we are talking about uh, is uh, not a one-off thing. It's not a one-time thing. It's a continuous experience. It's a continuous exercise. Why? Because when you got born again, uh, you came in with all kinds of baggages uh, in your mind, baggages of wrong beliefs on your mind praise the lord i know of a family that they said they don't they don't they don't eat they don't eat certain they don't eat okra it's a taboo for them to eat okra that's a stronghold hallelujah and take note i said the devil is only as strong as the stronghold that uh, he that 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 he has erected in your life amen praise the lord so same strongholds are the contending factors contending elements spiritual warfare will not have to do with how we should uh, deal with those uh, 
strongholds. It tells us that we sh- it's how do we do it? We do it by casting down. Glory to God. Casting down. The word casting casting down is it's the word in Greek. It means something like that. Forgive me. It simply means uh, to take something down. To take it down. Something that has been erected, you take it down. To pull down. It means to demolish. Praise God. To demolish. To, it, 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 it's it means to bring low. So to demolish, to bring low, to 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 take down, praise God. That's what it means. To detach from you. Also means that. It also means to detach. To to detach from you. It means that that thing doesn't doesn't mean that it doesn't exist, but you are detached from it. That's what the pulling down of stronghold is. Praise God. So he says, uh, casting down imaginations. So it means that whatever cannot enter your imagination uh, cannot war against you. Mm. Take note of that. Take note of that. Whatever it is that cannot enter your imagination cannot you know, war against you. So whatever it is that is warring in your mind, building strongholds or has built strongholds, is because, you know, an imagination, an image was at one time or the other in the course of your life was built. Glory to God. It was built. It was built by whatever means, through suggestions, uh, through thoughts. Uh, listen to me. They come through thoughts. Spirit beings can generate thoughts. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. God is a primary generator of thoughts. I know the thoughts I think towards you. So God generates thoughts. Spirit beings generate thoughts. Spirit beings can pass thoughts on. If God is the original uh, 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 generator of thoughts, what uh, the devil does is he do, what he does is to pervert the thoughts of God. So spiritual warfare is about the perversion of divine thoughts. Oh, write that down if you can. You know, spiritual warfare is the perversion. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Not, not spiritual warfare. Satan's, Satan's uh, 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 intent, uh, right? What the devil does in spiritual warfare is to pervert the thoughts of God. He says, casting down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the thoughts of God, the knowledge of God. Did you see that? Hallelujah. So it's about Him. It's about the thoughts of God. It's about dealing with those thoughts that create images. Dealing with those thoughts that seek to create images. Images of, uh, I can't be healed. Images of, uh, I can't go higher than this. Images of, uh, well, I don't think I can scale the heights beyond this. Images of, I am very timid. I don't think I can win a soul. You know, I don't think I can preach the gospel. Images of, well, I don't think I can own a property in this Lagos. Images of, ah, you know, if I don't jack up from this country, you know, but I can I can never make it, whatever make it means. I can't live a comfortable life. You know, images of, ah, oh, ministry for those of me, I'm not a ministry person. My own, let me just go to church, and come back and just do my own thing. Those are, those are strongholds. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, various strongholds in our lives that have formed images. And the Bible says that the con the the the, the, the place of warfare, right? Or the essence of our warfare is in pulling down those images. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So strongholds are in the thought realm. Strongholds are in the realm of imagination. So the window of your warfare is your imagination. That's where the devil, the devil has messed up the whole world. Look at the Bible says, if our gospel is healed, Second Corinthians chapter 4. Look at it. Second Corinthians chapter 4. It says in verse 3, if our gospel is hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world has done what? Has built a stronghold in their minds or has blinded. How the how did the devil how does the devil blind the devil blinds uh, he doesn't just, uh, he doesn't blind by saying okay i blind your mind now no 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 he blinds your mind uh, by erecting a stronghold an imagination an image a thought a belief system praise god a way of thinking by erecting it there and that will now stand against the light of gospel. So every time the word of God, the gospel is shared to that person, with that person, there's already a war. There's a war. That wall is the stronghold. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. So that's the, 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 that's the way the warfare is. It's about uh, your mind. Now let's go a bit further. So it means that the territory where the devil launches his assault, where the devil assaults, right, in our lives is our mind. Yeah, that's where the assault takes place. And if the mind is uncrucified, the devil will have his field stay there. Praise God. Let's go ahead. It says back to Second Corinthians chapter 10. It says, casting down imagination and every height that exalts again is itself against the knowledge of God. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Hallelujah. The devil's game. Write this down. The devil's game in spiritual warfare is to distort the image of God. It is to distort the knowledge. The image of god in man look at the example of uh, what do you call uh, eve that i gave you know eve had a particular knowledge of god obviously she did not have full complete knowledge because adam had not taught her well obvious because it was adam that god gave the instruction to and he was supposed to pass it down but he did not pass it down well and then uh, the devil came and distorted the image of God. He said, no. Has God said? He now said, no. God knows that the day you eat it. Did you see that? That's how he distorts it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, in spiritual warfare, therefore, my goal, right, is to ensure that I get the right knowledge of God. Look at even in the even in the world of demonic activities. Amen. You know, 
I don't know, those things, they just seem to come around every now and then. You know, I read, I was reading online, a lady who said, oh, that she was with the devil for several years, you know. <laughs> I just look, I just let I just laugh. I says, oh, no, uh, I, like the other, there's one woman some many years ago that said, oh, that she was, she was the wife of the devil or something, <laughs> you know, very, very interesting, that she was the wife of the devil, but it's not possible. That's not scripture. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those, those people are under, they, they themselves have been deceived by the devil. An image a wrong image has been given to them. And so, and they 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 came, they believed that image. So strong. So demonic spirits in operation. And they will think the devil lies to them. The Bible says that he's a father of lies. So whatever he says is a lie. So he lies to these people. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, so it is, the question now is that, or rather the issue now is in, in spiritual warfare, your goal is to keep increasing in the knowledge of God. Ephesians chapter 5, chapter 4. Colossians chapter 1. Look at Paul's prayer. Look at Paul's prayer. Verse 9. Right? For this cause, since the day we had it of it, do not cease to pray for you that you and to desire that you be filled with the knowledge of his will, not with your spiritual understanding. Okay, that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every report, and increasing where in the knowledge of the law of God. Did you see that? So that's why it's important to pause when we pray those prayers, those polite prayers, we never get tired of it. Because our victory in spiritual warfare is dependent on it. It's about the knowledge of God. So he says, I'm praying that you will increase in the knowledge of God. You will increase in the knowledge of God. Second Peter chapter 3. Grow, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of God and our Lord, the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Growing grace that is in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So the knowledge of God, glory to God. Look at, look at Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. So our, our spiritual growth is, 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 is uh, it revolves around increasing in the knowledge of of God, praise God. He says uh, that we should uh, we should know God. Uh, should be as uh, 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 um, he gives us. He gave us the, the fivefold ministry gift. Said till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Hallelujah! Unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So it's unto the knowledge of the son of god because that is what will determine your victory in spiritual warfare a weak knowledge of god a weak knowledge of the son of god writer will be tantamount to a very strong stronghold built by the devil amen hallelujah Glory to God. You know, there was a time many years ago in the church uh, where Christians believed that a Christian should be poor. Yeah. And, it, and the devil builds on that serious. And a Christian should be poor. In fact, uh, when they look, when someone who is a Christian and, is, and the person is prospering financially, people start to suspect him. They start to suspect that person. Hallelujah. So the knowledge of God, child of God, you want spiritual warfare to 
to always to for you to always win in spiritual warfare, right? You are to grow in the knowledge of God. Grace and peace be multiplied to you through who? Through the knowledge of God and of our Savior Jesus Christ. Through the knowledge of God, grace and peace is multiplied. Strongholds, images. Now, the knowledge of God builds an image of God in you. Hallelujah. The knowledge of God does what? Builds the correct image of God in you. On, in your mind. So much so, when the enemy comes in and uh, he to assault your mind, praise God. Just like in David and Goliath's case, the sound of Goliath's voice every morning for 40 days was an assault. It was, it was, it was like the devil bombarding the believer. Satan bombards us with his thoughts. Amen. He bombards us. It's over for you. You are finished. Oh, you can never rise again. Oh, things can be better for you. It starts to bombard you so much so you start worrying. Some people even begin to develop high blood pressure. Amen. And because what you are seeing does not seem to be correlating with what you have been taught about God. But the Bible says that, hey, it's you are in the midst of spiritual warfare. When a Christian starts to ask, oh God, why, why? Hey, the person is, hey, there is spiritual warfare going on. Hallelujah. There is spiritual warfare going on. It's not until you see white uh, black birds flying, you know, you eating in the dream, or black cats pursuing you. <laughs> no. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, the devil fights dirty. He fights a gorilla warfare. He never gives up. He keeps pumping it, keeps pumping it, keeps pumping you, charging you with those thoughts. You go to, you go to the right. He, someone will speak about it. He will stir up our conversations, you know, to distort the image of God around you. You go to the left, same thing. You're on your street, same thing. You put on the TV, same thing. Hallelujah. Can't you see that the world is moved by media? The things that we hear and see in the media. I remember those days, I mean, when when uh, foreign news, maybe something happens in Mushu, you know, and foreign news will carry it, and they will, you think the whole of Nigeria is burning. And those are brought, those are the images that they will have. And they say, hey, I Nigeria, I'm not coming. Do you understand me? Why? Because an image has been built. That's the way the devil works. Hallelujah. So that's why you have got to take heed. Praise God. Let's turn to Ezekiel. Let's see practically how Ezekiel uh, 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 talks about this. Glory to God. So in spiritual warfare, mm, before we turn to Ezekiel, in spiritual warfare, right, what is my rule? I am to pull down. I am to cast down. I am to detach. Look at how James puts it in chapter 4 of James 4. James 4 verse 7. Submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. He says submit yourself therefore to God. What does he mean? Submit yourself to his word. Submit to yourself uh, to the knowledge of God, to the superior knowledge of God. And he says, on that basis, you will do what you will resist the devil. So, resisting the devil is resisting those strongholds, those images, 
those wrong beliefs. Hallelujah. Those, those, those evil thoughts that the devil tries to project to your mind. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So that's what it is. You are supposed to resist it. We'll come back to that later. But let's study Ezekiel chapter 18. Ezekiel chapter 18. Uh, in Ezekiel chapter 18, God said so. Look at Praise God. You know, there are what we call old wives' fables. <laughs> that just came to my mind. You know, old wives' fables. The source, old wives' fables are the sources, they are very great sources that the devil uses to build strongholds. And the Bible says we should avoid them. Praise God. Look at it. Timothy chapter 4. Put your hand in Ezekiel. We are coming to Ezekiel. We are coming to Ezekiel. But look at first Timothy chapter 4. Verse uh, uh first uh, Timothy chapter 1. Let's look at first Timothy chapter 1 first. It tells us what to do with, with old wise fables. Verse 4. It says, Neither give heed to fables and endless genealogies. Let me read it from the New Living Translation. They don't give place to it. Don't pay attention. So what you pay attention to will eventually de develop into a stronghold in your life. Now what he's saying? Praise God. Verse 4. Don't let them waste their time in endless discussion of myths and spiritual pedigree. These things only lead to meaningless speculations which don't help people live a life of faith in God. The Bible calls them fables and endless genealogies. Endless genealogies, those are things that are stories that are passed from one generation to the other. Legends. You know, Praise the Lord. Meets. The meat of Obatala. The meat of Songo. The meat of Odudua. Amen. The meat of Oya. They will tell you all those stories. How Odudua came down from heaven. And the Oldromion stars. And all those things. mythologies. He said, don't give heed to them because those things have built strongholds over nations, cities, communities, uh, tribes, uh, families. Amen. Stronghold. Look at, I mean, in Nigeria, in Nigeria, typical, the caste system, the Osu caste system. Some people are, you know, they are untouchable. You know, all those are, those are myths and genealogies passed from one generation, stories passed from one generation to the other. You'll be shocked some of the things that we believe, right? And uh, they fall under these categories of myths. Praise the Lord. He says we should avoid them. Look at it. Let's see chapter 4. Chapter 4, verse 7. He said, Do not leave any, do not have anything to do with godless myths and fables of old old women. That is <laughs> old wise fables. All those old women, you know, that don't have work to do. You know, they say they are the keepers of the tradition. Our forefathers, this was the way they did blah, 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 blah. So it must be done. You are not the one that is going to break the tradition. Old wives' tables. Like Reverend George, uh, the boys called it the other time. Say, Fabu, they are Fabus. 
He says you should not pay heed to them. Why? Because those things build strongholds in the mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ezekiel. Let's go to Ezekiel now. Ezekiel chapter 18. Let's read verse 1. Hallelujah. Is somebody hearing me well here tonight? Trust you are being blessed. Amen. It says, The word of the Lord came unto me again, saying, what mean ye that ye use this proverb concerning the land of Israel? Say, the fathers have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. Say, so what do you mean? This proverb, this, this fable, this myth concerning the land of Israel. The fathers have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. Hallelujah. Have you heard people say the stronghold of, of, father, the, of, 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 of your father's house? <laughs> That's it. That's where they got it from. You know, Oh, that you need to, we need to pull down the stronghold of your father's house. He said, as I live, says the Lord, verse 3, you will not have any occasion anymore to use that proverb in Israel. Counsel, behold, all souls are mine of the father, and of the son is mine, the soul that sinners shall die. So he's saying that, come, don't say, oh, you know, we have all this meat that people go to deliverance houses. So, oh, we want to be delivered from, from, from the strong man of my father's house. From the strong man of, of my mother's house. Oh, we Africans, all of us are caused because we served, we served, you know, our forefathers served idols. Look at it. If a man be just and do that which is lawful and right, and has not eaten upon the mountains and all that, neither, and he has not done all those things, he has not oppressed, verse 8, he has not given up upon interest, he has walked in my statutes and my judgment to deal, you know, to deal truly is just, is just, he shall surely live, says the Lord. So he said that, come, irrespective of where a person comes from, hear me, hear me well irrespective of where you come from, irrespective of your family lineage, irrespective of whatever it is common in your family. Praise God. It says that uh, you will live when the person is just. He said he's not going to... He said if he has a son that is a robber and, and a shedder of blood and, does, and that doesn't like to... Do, and does do the like to any of the... to any of these things and does not in any of and doeth not any of those duties but even as eaten upon the mountain and all that he has oppressed people he has given forth you free and all that he said you know he said he shall surely die his blood shall be upon him now if this wicked son right now gives birth to another son that's the grandchild of the first person mentioned he said if the guy doesn't go about the, the father's ways right and he follows the lord he said whatever happened to the father will not happen to him amen hallelujah hallelujah so look at read on he said let's read on read on uh as for his father, because he cruelly oppressed and spoiled his brother by friends and did not know which is not good among people, no, even he shall die in his iniquity. Yet say ye, why does not the son bear the iniquity of the father? When the son has done that which is lawful and is right and kept all my statutes and has done them, he shall surely leave. So which means that the son will not bear the 
the consequences of the father's actions. Did you hear that? So, so, so that throws out. He throws it out. What is a deliverance? Firstborn deliverance, secondborn deliverance, thirdborn deliverance, lastborn deliverance. You know, father's house, mother's house. You know, all those deliverance all from the from the root, from the deep, from the whatever. All those nonsense that that are thrown around. Amen. He throws it out. But why is it that people still indulge in those things? It's because the end, the devil has built a stronghold. He has built this belief system as a stronghold. Praise God. My wife told the story of a of a lady that she once knew, a believer, you know that they had a history of that none of the, the children, right? None of the sisters, is it none of the sisters? Yeah, none of the sisters had any child. And so they said they traced it to, oh, there was uh, something, something in their family, their community, one, somebody that was offended and the person cursed their generation. And so, when some of those things are happening, you know, they just they were saying, oh, it's what God, they felt helpless. Now, but this sister, after she got born, I mean, she got married, and she said, that will never happen to her. And she stood on God's word. And eventually, of course, she broke it. She had her own children. Amen. Why? He said, it is not lawful. The soul that sinned shall die. The son shall not bear the equity of the father. So please, don't let anybody deceive you about father's house. Don't, don't, don't. You know, sometimes, even when word of faith people, sometimes they just say, hey, could it be? Oh, oh, why are these things happening to me? Oh, hey. The Bible says that proverb ends in Israel. For you see, lefo kono susu. Faranda Katuzushu in the mountain. Estonta Dabaji Stay with where the warfare is and don't allow yourself to roam around and don't allow men that do not know the word tamper all kinds of things on your mind. Oh, sift everything. Thing that comes around you consciously sifted every information and every thought let them be subjected to the light of the knowledge of God before you accept them for you see their lies the victory praise God. hallelujah hallelujah so we see that the devil's stronghold is in the mind and what is his target he wants to distort the image of God. So that even if you're a Christian, you are still carrying wrong belief systems, you will not be able to enjoy the benefits of salvation like you should. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. You know there are still some sections of the Bible of, of the body of Christ that believe that healing is gone. <laughs> and there are some persons that believe that, well, it is the will of God. If he wants to heal, he will heal. If he doesn't will want to heal, he will heal. Imagine, still in this 21st century, just the people that believe that. Praise God. Strong hold, very strong. Those, ones are, those holds are very, very, very strong. Even though they are seeing, they are seeing black and white in scriptures where Jesus Christ said we should go and lay hands on the sick and get them to recover. They said no, it was the apostles. 
in whom the God of this world has blinded the mind of God that it is not. Hallelujah. What's the essence? Said the minds of them that believe us. How does a devil get to blind the man? Raja, he builds a stronghold. He, he, he plants the seed of a stronghold there. He stays with it. He waters it. You take the thought. You speak the thought. You think the thought. And the more you do that, the stronger the stronghold becomes until it obliterates you know, the thoughts of the knowledge of God in that area of your life. That is spiritual Praise God. No wonder Paul said we should examine ourselves whether we are still in faith. So that means that the believer needs to do regular checkups. Yes, those are the checkups we are supposed to be doing. Not check up of somebody going to lay hands on us to cast out devils. No. What are you to cast down? Say you are supposed to cast down imaginations. Detach yourself from them. Pull yourself over from them. Take those things down. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Start to scrutinize. Why do I believe this? What do I believe about this thing? Why do I believe? this we should ask ourselves why why do you believe don't just believe my brother Wally was sharing with us this morning i start to arise don't just take anything because because pastor said it hallelujah you know i was preparing to listen to 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 encounter with grace on fresh fm the other day and there was somebody that came up before me, and the person said, "Well, go call the name of the ministry." I was asking, "Oh, he does uh, I think every Thursday or something, you know, prayer, prayer mountain, prayer something, something." And so I was like, "Okay, man, that's good. That's good to come back." Before you know, he said, "Ah, what's on you? Make sure you bring your oranges." I was like, "Ah, <laughs> this one, this one that's added another one to it too. Make sure you bring your oranges." So saying that bring your oranges and he started sharing testimony. <laughs> Babalao too will share testimony. Hallelujah. If he doesn't have testimony, do you think people will go to him? Praise God. So testimony is not an evidence that this the God is there. He said they should bring their oranges. He's going to pray over the, those oranges. And then then you know I said, ah, all kinds of testimonies. He was even making fun of people like us. That don't be <laughs> They said, don't mind them, oh. don't mind them. Oh. You are the one that has the problem, better come. You know? <laughs> With so much boldness. Oh, I wish we can be as bold as that. Hey, you know, those of us that claim to have the word, we should be bolder. Praise God. Stronghold built in the house of Built in the minds of them. That is where the battle is. Praise God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. Thank you for your word. Thank you for enriching us. Thank you for enlightening us. Father, we're standing, Lord, on the position of victory that Jesus has given to us. Lord, we are going to be casting down every imagination that exalts itself in case the knowledge of God. Lord, in any area of our lives, we are making raising his head in the name of Jesus. We are not defeated. We are more than conquerors through him that has loved us. Glory to your holy name. May we be established in this truth, all righteousness in Jesus' name. Amen.